Hey, Pete. Hey, man. How's your crossover? Uh, well, I see your ankles are broken, so that should answer it for you. Dang. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Coming at you today is the first day of our new sponsor. Uh, We have an amazing new sponsor. Bam! It is an incredible app. Um, It's a music practice app that I have actually used for the last few months. Like when we got the sponsorship, I was like, oh, I know this because I use this. You were already sold. I was already sold because I literally bought it. It's called AnyTune. Uh, It's an incredible tool for transcription, for playing along with recordings. Um, It has so many great features. AnyTune is a professional tool to help serious musicians learn and transcribe music by ear, faster and easier. A serious app for serious musicians that helps bring more joy to the grind of becoming a great jazz musician. Yeah, and I mean, you know, this. there's a number of apps out here that, uh, well, I don't think any of them do everything that any tune does. And we're going to talk over the next few days. We don't want to give it all away. But you were showing me something that's game-changing. I don't even totally understand it, but Dude, I love it. it's incredible. Are we doing that today? Let's do that tomorrow. We can do that tomorrow. Let's but do that tomorrow. Just an overview of it. This is an app where you you basically you load in any track you like, and you can do things like slow it down without losing pitch, yes. or you can change the pitch. You can loop. It has this, this feature called, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's like a way to loop, uh, to practice with the loop where it starts off at half speed and it loops it like 10 times and right. each time it gets just a little bit faster. So if you're practicing a section of say like the melody of Donnelly, you're practicing four bars of that, like it starts off, you know, and then by the end you're, it's like a programmable guided practice session. It's pretty awesome. I have to say, I know, uh, the Berkeley school of music has been providing any tune to their students for over five years. It's loaded with features. You can use any, any tune as your music player and occasionally slow down a couple of measures, or you can use it to create set, List containing custom arrangements with trimmed annotations, timed annotations, and perform live with the aid of a remote control foot pedal. Uh, there's so many applications for right. this app. And I, kind of our plan is to let you know in the coming days about some of the features because one thing is it's so powerful what I've found that it can be a little overwhelming. But this is the thing. It's such a well-designed app and it's so elegant that you can kind of start out. And what I would recommend people to do is just, you know, you can download the free version and then you can go, you're going to want to go pro later on. like like, like For sure. Did. The pro version Very affordable. is incredible. But that'll give you sort of a taste of it. But you can start out with just this feature of slowing things down for transcription. I mean, how how many episodes have we talked about transcribing the importance of it? I mean, we just did one on deep listening uh, on Friday, and you know, I can't. I mean, that's why I bought AnyTune yeah. a few months ago was to help with my deep listening to be able to get into the recordings I was trying to transcribe to slow them down to uh, to loop them. You can set markers as you're transcribing. That is, you huge. know what I mean. So I actually can... think that feature. I mean, yeah, the slowdown is great, but I love like learn trying to learn it in real time. But then you can slow down just when you need it. But the setting the markers, like you can have a goal to be like, okay, this is where I want to, and you're not always starting at the beginning. I want to start here and I want to go to here. It makes it so much more convenient for transcribing. Uh, so we do have a landing page. What is it? It's uh, it's anytune.us uh-huh. slash you'll hear it. Go there and check it out for yourself. You can also just go to your app store on your phone and search for AnyTune. Yep. AnyTune, a music player built for musicians, music practice perfected, learn 
transcribe. But no, but practice. you know what? Don't don't go searching on the on the thing. Oh, it's oh, it's Android or iOS. That's right. Go to the the uh, even if you're on your phone, go to anytune.us/you'll hear it, and then it's very easy to link from there. It'll take you right to it. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. So awesome. Uh, more on that coming soon. Actually, we'll just tease out. We're going to talk about that. It's the uh, play along with the band, but we're going to get into that later. Oh, okay. Dude. Okay. Oh, look, cool. you're getting excited. No, I know. I am. Yeah. Very okay. Cool. So what are we talking about today? Uh, today we have a speak pipe. From uh, from our good friend, Mr. Spaceman. Let's check it out. Oh, Spaceman is back. Hey, Adam. Hey, Peter. This is uh, Mr. Spaceman again. I guess I'm taking a cue after both of you and recording two in a row. So uh, my, my second speak pipe is geared towards Adam specifically. I finally checked out the 442s and i'm pretty floored uh they're pretty amazing um at first i thought oh this sounds like the punch brothers or something of that elk and then i listened more and i was like this sounds completely different and yet totally awesome so i was wondering if adam could talk about the whole cross-pollination thing that's going on since He's fusing folk elements and bluegrass and classical. And I was wondering how that influences his jazz playing and how his jazz playing influences what he's doing in the 442s. Um, love to hear what he has to say about this because I think we got to give Adam his due on the show too. All right. Take care. Be well. Bye. All right, so since this was specifically for you, Adam, I think I'll start out talking. <laughs> no, I can see why you picked this question. Oh, man, I couldn't agree more with this question. Why didn't you do this while I was gone for a month? Peace, and I'm out. <laughs> well, first of all, Mr. Spaceman, it's flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> yeah, now, see, yesterday you were talking about how much I love self-adulation. Look at you now. You're like a cherub. You know, your cheeks are all rosy. Look how happy he is. You know? I love your it. Your hair is a little uh, more coiffed. I love Everything it. Is, I love it. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you so much. Uh, that's uh, that's an amazing compliment. Um, but no, I thought we could talk about, you know, because this is so important to me, obviously. I mean, this is kind of uh, how, how I've always felt about music in general. But, but uh, you know, this idea of crossing over, yes. I think, is, is almost the wrong way to talk about this, right? Because the way I think about this is that I make the music that I like to make. And so jazz is part of that. But lots of other things are a part of that, you know, and I think a lot of musicians are like that. You, you're like that as well. You know, you're primarily known as a jazz pianist, but you do a lot of different things. Uh, think about someone like Brian Blade and the Brian Blade Fellowship. What is that? Is that jazz? That's definitely... Folk. Right, but it's, no. it's jazz musicians <laughs> with sensibilities that aren't straight down the middle. Yeah. And there's a long tradition of this, of yeah. jazz musicians who play other kinds of music. Well, I think that it's really integral to actually being a jazz musician because sure. a lot of times when we look you have to you know it's so fun to go back and study the historical you know bent and, and aspect of, of certain musicians and artists that have that have come along in jazz and any any other kind of music but you always have to take them in their period so it's easy to be like oh charlie parker was tunnel vision all he did was bebop but it was that bebop was barely a thing it wasn't then. even a thing yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like and i mean think about the blues and and you know r&b earlier kind of r&b or whatever that was influencing that classical whatever it was i mean i think jazz musicians have always been typified by this this openness 
to different styles and a, and a cross pollinization, co mingling or whatever. Just an open, like kind of almost quality being the filter. Yeah. You know, and I actually I talked with Biat, Rick Biazzo a little bit on the interview last week about this in that he's you know, he's so well known for these, you know, the, the twenty greatest rock fields of all time. Yeah. And twenty one is gonna blow your mind. Yeah, yeah. But um but if you check those out, like he he's very much focused around the things in music that connect all kinds of music and that are not genre specific. And I think jazz musicians, the greatest jazz musicians have always done that when you look at them in their time. Who's our, I mean, our greatest hero is Herbie Hancock and who else has, I mean, he made a disco record for What, Chikoria, man? <laughs> oh, well, oh, Chikoria, sorry. no, yeah. Chikoria too, yeah. with an electric, the electric band. Like these are musicians that have done so many different kinds of music, but always themselves. They're themselves. And yes. for me, that's the goal is like, I want my music to, to be me expressing what I feel like expressing no matter the, the colors that I'm using, you know, the yes. 442s is I'm using uh, strings, violin, viola, cello, you know, bass, and then whatever I can do to supplement that and, right. and write it all out. That's another thing about that as well. But that's still, I think if you heard the 442s and then heard like me playing trio, you would hear the same sensibilities. Yes. You know? And I'll just, you know, I know this question for you today is all about you. Adam it's not all about me. No, no, but I want to, I want to give Mr. Spaceman and other folks that would be interested. First of all, we're going to link below to some 442s music. So some of you that may not have heard it and are sleeping like Mr. Spaceman all these months. Come on, Spaceman. You know what's up? You've been, you're a listener now. Oh, but you can check out some of this, what we're talking about. But I'll give you a little bit of a behind the, the curtain, behind the veil. Um, you know, having worked with the 442s a bunch and, of course, been around Adam a lot. And, you know, I've never heard Adam or anybody else in the band talk about, you know, e either when you're rehearsing or when you're performing or even talking about the music you've never like you never say like oh i've got this cool bluegrassy thing or we're going to get more jazzy on this like it's all everything that you present is first of all is really within the music which is as it should be sure and that's but i mean even when you talk about the band and the music um i mean you know others might talk about oh it's a classical jazz, because they see people that play in a symphony orchestra orchestra normally they see you who's you know primarily viewed as a jazz musician but the realities of the music and how you guys play and how the not only the genesis but the actual manifestation of the band and the sound and stuff is really almost totally from what i've seen devoid of stylistic planning you know yes. of course these influences are in there and it's easy for someone to be like wow there's a bluegrass or there's a folk thing right but it's it's way less calculating than i think people might think yeah we don't we don't say like all right it's time for a mambo or something like that you know it's really <laughs> mama I think got the mambo, mambo the key to this though spaceman is <laughs> is to really just take off the filter of this is what i can do and this is what i can't do Quick do aside. what you want to do. Yeah, do it. Do what you wanna. But I mean, quick aside, g the filter, gefilter, gefilter fish. Have you ever had that? It's horrible. Okay, gefilter fish. Gefilter fish. It's a horrible. I have had that actually. Hor horrible food. Yeah, um, not hashtag good. not keto. Hashtag not plant based. Yeah. But the, the thing about this is, is uh, you know, take off the filter. Not the only filter that, fish. My but not even. Um, Something's fishy about this Something's podcast. Fishy about, okay. Something's very fishy right, about right, this right. podcast. Uh, well, you got you got to travel in a school to learn jazz. <laughs> oh my Hello. goodness, dude! Hello, <laughs> <sighs> Captain Nemo. There was dad titling before. Now there's dad jokes happening dad left jokes. and right. I'm pulling this. My goodness. Okay, so no, but yeah, take off the filter, but don't even. Um, I think when you hit a certain level of musicianship uh, that I've seen, it's very much yeah. It's, it's not let's play a mambo but it's like how do you 
play a mambo if you if you're hearing that and there's a organic flow in the music like how does that come into the music in a way that is not shtick or just a a a, a novelty that kind of thing yeah. because you do bring in some great styles sometimes in a very um you know dramatic way that are integral to kind of your overall sound and vision. But the thing is, is that it's it's all music that I love and that I and that I know about and that I want to be a part of my sound. That just are a part of me. Yes. And so I let it happen. I mean, you've played with musicians like Joshua Redman, who yeah. have let that side of themselves come out in every right. aspect of their music. I'm thinking about what's that? Um, that they're uh, from Freedom uh, in the Groove. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah like that happens so naturally yeah it's jazz for sure because right. it's a bunch of jazz musicians but it's not like straight down the middle it's definitely having his personality come out some of your music like on your last trio record like i think about cuban new orleans you know that's just because you have this this affinity for those styles in those places and it's not really cuban music yeah or new orleans it's, it's, music. exactly yeah. it's actually new it's just your, why i changed the name <laughs> it's just your personality encapsulated yeah. in this little in this in this tune and i think that is the key of it is yeah. it's got to be you and you have to be you have to have the courage to just say okay well i'm not like i don't care if it's yeah. not this or not that i'm just going to do what i want to do i know i that's that's so spot on and i think even extending that i think there's an element of um not even caring if you bring some influence in that that you're maybe not an expert on. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I, I think about Hurley and Riley. We've talked to him in the great drummer from New Orleans. <laughs> Obviously, like, you know, everyone sees him as this master of New Orleans grooves, which he is. I mean, he's probably the foremost modern drum master, him and Shannon Powell and Johnny Vodakovich. I mean, they own that sound in a way that's that's very precious and Indeed. beautiful. Indeed. But, you know, I've played with Hurley a lot. And, like, you know, when he goes to play a Brazilian groove, it's just as good. Now, is it at the level of authenticity as Edu Ribeiro? Okay, maybe some could say not, but he's bring, like he bridges the the gap, not bridges the gap. He bridges these two styles that are like he's able to hear something yeah. to connect, and that's really what I was trying to do with Cuba and New Orleans. But it doesn't matter if he's losing a little bit of the authenticity on something else. He's creating something else that's even better. Yeah, because it's, it's got the Curlin doing yeah. this. I mean, we heard Edu do some swing stuff in here, oh, man. and it wasn't like you know if you heard Philly Joe swing no, at no. all, but it was. It was like a, a great Brazilian was swinging, right. and it, it was, was like Rio Joe. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it became this whole whole other thing that was beautiful. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. Well, and I think that you with the four forty twos, and again, Lincoln Blow to some music because I want you guys to kind of wait. Can we maybe play some? Maybe we'll play some at the end here. Sure. So, but then people will we'll link below too. We'll play something going out. But you know, I think primarily with classical and jazz. You do that same thing. Like you write the music and then you present it to the music. And really you guys play it and then are improvising. There's enough flexibility. But your framework um, gives it both things. Is it authentic modern classical music? No. Thank God it's, no, it's not. not. Is it? Is it like, you know, <laughs> oh, playing at, at, at Smalls at 1 a.m. swinging out with the cats? No. no but way. it has those elements and it, and it actually creates something else that's new and exciting that you can say like, yeah, of course there's classical elements and there's jazz and maybe there's a mambo sometimes and maybe there's Brazilian. But it's actually something kind of its own because you've allowed your, you know, musical aesthetic to kind of you know, envelop what the, what this music can be. And that's what I actually think is what makes it jazz. Right. Not that is it swinging four, four, or is it whatever? It's like that freedom. And I love that phrase that 
that I just remember that freedom in the groove that Josh kind of came up with, mm. come up with it, but he titled it is like, you know, like, can you be free? Like to me, that's the most important thing about being a jazz musician. How free can you be to create something? That's right. You know, and then to have the confidence to put it out there, that's you know, right. that's, that's what jazz is. Totally agree. And I hate the term jazz. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. Spaceman for the speak pipe. Great yeah. to hear from you. We do have your other question on deck, by the way, your first question. Yeah. Uh, but this one was so... But you're clogging the speak, speak pipe, bro, <laughs> to be honest. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I like to mess with Spaceman. I think when I meet him, he's probably 260 pounds, buff. Oh, he's a good dude, though. He's a good dude, He is a good dude. He's like a gentle giant, though. I fear for my life. Yeah. Uh, go to any... Go check out any tune. Go to anytune.us yes. slash you'll hear it uh, to check it out. It is a seriously amazing tool for any jazz musician. I use it all the time. Uh, it is... Uh, incredible. I, yeah. I, I would use it if they weren't a sponsor, I, and, I, and I have. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, look, we vetted, like, we checked out a bunch of different similar apps, and other, you know, all the features that you look at that they have are probably covered somewhere else, but AnyTune does it. I love it when I find a tool that does what I needed to do, and I enjoy doing it. It's like, you know, you get a broom. Nobody wants to sweep up, right? But you get that broom, and it feels right. All of a sudden, you're excited about it. And so that's like with transcribing, although really, come on. We should be loving transcribing, but it's hard. It's hard. It's difficult. So this is going to, look, this is not going to teach you to be a great jazz musician, but if you're disciplined and you use this tool, you will get there quicker. I can guarantee. What were we just talking about? Like if we had had this when we were coming up, you know, and I'm asking some of our young employees and interns here, it's just like, you know, how many souls do you know? You should know five times as many as we do because you have these kind of great tools. Yeah, but like, you got to get the right tool. That's right. And like any any good tool, you got to use it right. But this one just sets you up for success so great. Yeah, so, yeah. And uh, it doesn't crash. Oh, the, some of these other apps are crashing. Just saying. I don't no, want to this is super reliable. Yeah. Uh, again, anytune.us slash you'll hear it to check that out. We're going to go out on, because uh, we were talking about it, the 442s. 442s. I'm going to dedicate this, my, to this tune to my boy Yo in Tokyo who showed me around uh, we went to this great yamen, ra- yamen. <laughs> ah, larmen. <laughs> we went, to, the, they, yeah, we went to this great ramen shop in uh, Shibuya. And this, Shibuya. This tune is called Shibuya. <laughs> 